0: Carnmore, Moor, A Complex for the Ancestors The old woman stooped down and carefully examined the earth at the base of the small hillock. After a moment, she eased herself upright before turning to deliver a simple nod to her companions. This would be the spot. Her young helpers looked at each other and smiled knowingly. They had suspected their much-venerated elder would select it. After all, it seemed the natural choice. It was long known that their ancestors had once dwelt here, taking advantage of the good views, productive soils and nearby stream, not far from the river mouth and the broad bay that were such a dominant feature in their lives. Now, with the decision made, each of the assembled group hurried off to see to their assigned tasks. The old woman was left alone to study the ground she had chosen, she knew that soon she would be forever tied to it, but she would not be alone. For the next six centuries, the hillock, today situated in the townland of Carnmore, would be reserved for her community's dead. Of course, we will never know precisely how or why this early Bronze Age community selected Carnmore for their dead some 4,000 years ago. But what is apparent is just how important a location this became for them. The archaeologists uncovered a number of different types of burial monument, along with the remains of at least 16 individuals. The excavation touched on just a small portion of what was a much larger cemetery, much of which likely survives stretching away beyond the nearby Dublin to Belfast railway line. At the heart of the excavated portion of Carnmore lay a barrow. Indeed, this may well have been the first of the funerary monuments dedicated at this site. It consisted of a stone burial chamber which had once been covered by a mound of earth. Surrounding this mound, the early Bronze Age community had dug a shallow, enclosing ditch. By the time they were finished, the monument was some 20 metres across. Within the divided central chamber, mourners would have interred a number of individuals, though only a small amount of cremated bone has survived. Some of the burnt bone fragments were fused with copper alloy. This is likely the melted remains of bronze jewellery that had adorned a body on the funeral pyre. Just 20 metres to the west of the Barrow, there was a group of cremations in pits and stone-lined graves known as kists. Some of these seemed to be arranged around a group of two larger pits and several postholes. The central pits may once have been covered, perhaps by a stone cairn. Among the objects that emerged here was a beautifully decorated early Bronze Age food bowl which may have accompanied a burial that did not survive the passage of time. Nearby were the remains of a bronze shield boss, an extremely rare discovery. It had once guarded the hand of a Bronze Age warrior who wielded a leather shield in combat. This central spot in the cemetery seems to have been reserved for high-status individuals. Standing guard, overall, was a distinctive granite boulder, as well as the sandstone slab decorated with prehistoric art. As the centuries passed and more individuals were interred in the cemetery, graves began to form a circular pattern around the earlier burials. A series of stone-lined graves known as kists formed the innermost circle, with a number also being placed into the central area. Most of the kists contained cremated bone, and some were also accompanied by fine pottery urns and food vessels. At least eight people had been laid to rest in just a single kist. Three of them children or juveniles, five of them adults. Yet another of the kists contained the skeleton of an adult male, the only non-cremated person found at Cairn Those who had known him in life had carefully placed him into a crouched position there around 3,600 years ago. Beyond the circle of Kists were still more graves, some centuries younger in date. They took the form of three cremation pits, each accompanied by a funerary pot known as a cordoned urn. Intriguingly, it is possible that the Carnmore Cemetery may have been used to remember some individuals who were not physically buried there. Two of the pits contained not people, but large granite boulders. A carving on one of them appears to represent an axe. Though known from Britain, France and Iberia, this is a very rare motif in Ireland. It is easy to see how these bolder burials could have acted as cenotaphs, designed as memorials to the absent dead. The final element of the Carnmore Complex consisted of two Middle Bronze Age burial monuments, known as ring ditches, consisting of a central cremation burial surrounded by a circular ditch, these memorials were some six metres across. Both contained a small amount of human bone and one also contained fragments of a cordoned urn. The longevity of the Carn Moor site and the wealth of artefacts it produced stand as a testament to the rise in population and prosperity that marked the Irish Bronze Age. This wealth of Bronze Age evidence is in stark contrast to what little we can glean from the more obscure, shadowy period that followed it, when the Age of Iron arrived in Louth.